G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And welcome to our Eurovision Review and Rank Series for 2022. And today is all about Belgium, Dale. Yes, it is about Belgium. One of the sort of stalwarts of the Eurovision uh, sphere. Stalwart. <laughs> That's a nice way of saying I don't know what. No, no. Look, I know. I think so. Look, I mean, look, they've been around for a very long time. They, they have had a win. But their record is kind of um, patchy at times. You know, sometimes they've really struggled. Sometimes they've had success. Bit of the, the journeyman of um, Eurovision. Yeah, I'll agree with that uh, summation there. Well, let's have a look at their recent form, and it really has been quite mixed for them. Uh, They've qualified five out of the last eight times, which isn't that good of a record because they were really very good at a certain period of time. Between 2015 and 2017, they had three top tens in a row. They had fourth place, uh, Rhythm and Side in 2015. Mm-hmm. Then Laura Tesoro, Australia's favourite, we gave her 24 points, 12 the jury would tell with the televote, What's the Pressure got 10th, and then another fourth with Blanche with City Lights in 2017. But then we had um, two non-qualifiers in a row, and last year was a 19th place as well for Hooverphonic, which was nice to see them get back to the grand final, but maybe not get into those heights that they were there for a, a several years when everyone's going, wow. Belgium might be the next one to win. It certainly felt like it was building, didn't it? And then kind of the wheels kind of fell off a little. Oh, house of cards. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, this year, Dale, they have got Jeremy Makise with Miss You. is a 21-year-old singer-songwriter from Antwerp. He rose to fame after winning The Voice Belgique in 2021. Now, it was a very impressive audition with all judges turning their chairs within seconds of Jeremy starting to sing. Now, he comes from a very musical family. Both parents sing and play instruments. And he began his musical journey at a very early age in a church choir before taking singing lessons at school. Now, in addition to his musical talent, he's also a very skilled footballer, Mm. having signed a one-year contract to play in goal for a professional team in Belgium. Mm. Good shot stopper there, apparently, as well. Now, uh, he's also a geology student, although he's now taking a little break from his studies to concentrate on music. So a man of many talents there gotta hate those ones like you're like amazingly uh, talented at one thing and no no you've got to be amazingly talented at three things and w- totally different rocks geology and football and goal and then now music as, as well what an incredible young man who knows maybe he's terrible on crosses but uh he's a good shot stopper we don't know Dale. i haven't seen him in action well to get there he was actually internally selected by the broadcaster from belgium they haven't done a national final for a long time. The internal selections have been working really quite well for them at times, but sometimes not. So we'll wait and see if this works out for the best again this year. Mm. All right, let's get on to some of the pros, shall we, Dale? Now, he's got a really nice vocal tone, so I can see why he won the voice Belgique. Now, I have no doubt he'll be able to sing this and sing it to a pretty good standard as well. So they've also thrown in quite a really good vocal moment at the end, which I think will just push that jury score along a little bit as well. 
Yeah, it certainly sounded from the studio that he had a had a great voice, and from his stuff on the voice as well. Then from the pre parties, those vo- vocal performances have been really, really good, even with like the bad audio quality of pre parties. Also, to add on to that, it looks like they're adding a bit of movement to him. Um, there's a little bit of choreography without too much. You can start to take guesses of what they're doing in pre-parties if they're going to carry that through. And he certainly has been moving and it hasn't affected his voice, which is a really big plus. Now, there's some very nice production elements in this entry as well. The whole thing does feel very contemporary and very relevant to music today. I can see some jurors really appreciating that radio quality as well, as well as a good vocal. So, yeah, I really see some good jury points here for him. Yeah, I've got a big plus here on the juries. And you've got a little bit of genre changing throughout as well, um, which can keep people guessing on the good side and also may show the complexity of the song. Uh, I think that will work for a lot of people, not for everyone maybe, but I think it's definitely a plus and agree totally. This is a song with juries in mind, as Belgium often does have good jury scores. Mm. I will also say in the song, there's a really good pickup in tempo during the bridge, which just comes along at the right time for the song. Just as perhaps it's starting to lag around about two and a half minutes there, that tempo change just gives it that last push to the finish line. So I think it's a very clever little addition into the composition as well. All right, so we talk about some of the potential drawbacks of the song, Mike. I'll start us off. Not sure this is a tallyboat song. Uh, I'm not sure what's here for people to really grab onto to pick up the phone and vote. I do think what works for the jury may go against it here. It's just that, I don't want to say coldness, but like you're going to like this. You're going to go, well done, that was a good performance. Yeah, he can sing really well, but you kind of kind of forget about it. And I just think it'll pass people by, not enough for them to actually vote for it. Yeah, I will agree with that. There's a kind of beige element to the whole thing, unfortunately. (laughs) Belgium Um, beige? Who would have thought? (laughs) There's something for me about the pace of the song that just feels a little too languid. Like, it's almost the epitome of mid-tempo. You can't really dance to this. It's not a ballad. So then we're in this middle bit where it sort of plods along a little. And as I pointed out, we kind of needed that little tempo raise somewhere towards the end. Otherwise, it's just sort of flatlines its way to the finish line. And I feel at times that mixer genre, which can be a good thing, gets quite clunky. Um, It gets a little messy. Like, it feels like a smooth song overall, but at times he suddenly moves from, it feels like the verse is cut in half, and then you suddenly have this genre change, and it's not always a good thing. Like, it almost starts starts Bondy, and then I don't even know where we get to by the end. Um, I just find it all a bit messy. They've thrown a few elements at it maybe one or two too many Hmm. i'm also going to say too with the staging they really have to add some interest to this whether it be the movement or whether he has some dancers around him or something or otherwise the thing could just fall horribly flat and we have seen that before with belgium so i think there will be some choreography i think he'll do a couple of spins and i think he'll sound pretty smooth and look pretty good let's face it we see that on the voice every week so I don't know where the wow in staging is going to come for this. You need more these days. And I also think the song, even though you talked about the moment it does have later on, it doesn't have a big key moment. It just feels a little repetitive. And then essentially, yes, you have that kind of like part coming in towards the end where it builds up a little bit there, but it still just comes back to exactly how it was before. Maybe he'll do some vocal gymnastics and make it more interesting. But at this stage, it just feels like as flat as the topography of Belgium.
Well, it isn't just us reviewing the songs, Dale. It's also the Aussie Vision team as well. And where have they placed Belgium? Well, the Aussie Vision team have listened to all the songs and they have ranked Belgium in 32nd place. Ooh, that's pretty low. Yeah, pretty low. 30s? Yep. I, I think maybe this may come alive more with a, a studio. Oh, sorry, out of the studio into a live performance, perhaps. Perhaps. So the range was 12th to 35th, so no top 10s. Mm. Uh, we had four in the teens, six in the 20s, and seven in the 30s. So dragging down towards the 30s, but, you know, kind of a mix there. A lot of people liking the song, but not a lot of people really loving it to get up to the 10th place, to mm. top 10. Okay, so middling a little bit there. All right, so who are we hearing from for Belgium? We are going to hear from Cooper and Hugo. Belgium is giving us some flavour this year with a song that isn't what we usually see at Eurovision. Miss You is blending an orchestral backing track with elements of that R&B sound and it delivers a quality entry that I'm really enjoying listening to at the moment. The track does feel a bit empty though and I feel it is missing a bit more of an oomph in that production to do a really exceptional result in the contest. After seeing Jeremy's recent live performances, we know he'll sing the hell out of this song. I just hope that the Belgian delegation can deliver this well as a live package because their recent track record doesn't give me much confidence. If they do this well, though, I can easily see this qualified to the final. This is such an interesting track, um, and I'm a bit divided on it, but if I've been asked to do the audio clip, then that means I'm one of the higher voters, so I'll try to talk this up a little bit. Um, Jeremy's voice is quite splendid. He has the high register, but with that bit of rasp as well to give it a little bit of edge, and he just glides through those two really effortlessly. Um, the song itself sounds like a Bond soundtrack to begin, which I really like, and then that beat comes in and it gets really modern and R&B, which, um, which you, you can't help but tap your feet to. Um, staging will be the make or break for, for Jeremy, which is not always the best thing to rely on if you're Belgium. I do think the final chorus doesn't really do enough, so I'll have to do something on stage for that. Otherwise, I risk it sort of falling a little bit flat. Overall, I do really like this song, but I'm a little bit on the fence for the final. Well, we're getting both the guys saying that they see the quality in this one, but also the recognition that staging will probably be required here to take it up another level if it needs to be really competitive. Yeah, totally. And I've got to love the honesty of Hugo there. Just to let you all know how this works is basically all the team vote, we get their rankings, and then we work out who does the audio clips. So essentially, if you ranked a song in the teens like Hugo did, and you're being asked to do an audio clip you probably know the song hasn't done particularly well. <laughs> so you might rank something like, you know, a 15th, 16th or 18th, and you are asked to do the audio clip. So most of the time you're in the top five. So it does give a bit of a, it gives things away at times. I think he did a sterling job because you could hear him halfway through. God, I've got to talk this up somehow. But it was very good. Very, very good. All right, we should wrap and rank on this one as well, Dale. Uh, look, overall, I think this feels just very, very competent to me in its studio form. Jeremy sounds like he's got a good voice, and I think with some slick staging, it could come across very well uh, there in Torino. But for me personally, this just couldn't get a truer shade of Belgian beige. I feel it's very manufactured and a bit soulless, and to be honest, just truly forgettable in four weeks' time. It's just not resonating with me beyond the three minutes, unfortunately. And for me, 29th. Okay. Actually, that's not too bad. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was actually quite surprised. Yeah. 
I mean, it's not bad, but it's just as soon as it's finished, I'm kind of glad it is. You know, that's never a good emotion, is it? No, it's not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and look, I can appreciate the song, and I can particularly appreciate Jeremy McKee's um, vocal and his talent. Um, this does feel very Belgian. Uh, well put together songs that feel jury friendly, but seem to lack the competitive edge and lack televote appeal. It's kind of becoming a bit of the shtick. It's not a good one to have. Um, and that's kind of how I feel about it. I can appreciate the craft, but certainly not something I seek out. I've put it in 33rd. Oh, okay. So you're very much more in line with the uh, team there. Yeah. But I mean, I do find myself sometimes singing this hmm. but i'll sometimes wake up singing bulgaria so <laughs> i don't necessarily that means it's always a good thing we listen to a lot of songs yeah as i said earlier i think with a good live performance this probably has got another gear to get to just perhaps in this studio form it, it just feels a little flat line exactly Oh, well, again, we make it proven very, very wrong come Torino, Dale. Who knows? And there's a very big difference between personal and what you may see come through in a result. Because mm. if I was a jury member, this would be higher for me, for mm. sure. I'd be looking at the quality of things, and that's what jury members are there for, to recognize some of that craft that, you know, the rest of us basics may not um, <laughs> see. Well, I guess we'll see come Turin. All right. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, guys. See ya. As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at AussieVisionNet. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 AussieVision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.